Choices to you. We offer a large variety of restaurants to choose from. Hot food delivered to your home or office. Whether you like Italian, Mexican, Thai, wings or burgers, at Choices to You, we have you covered for lunch or dinner. Choices to You. Visit us online at choicestoyou.com or call 678-691-4541 in North Fulton or 678-765-8989 in Gwinnett. Eat out without going out. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel, it's time for the Tiffany Crewman Show. The Tiffany Crewman Show is presented by ChoicesToYou.com, the official restaurant delivery service of Business Radio X. Let ChoicesToYou.com bring the restaurant to you. And good afternoon, everybody. It is Friday afternoon at one o'clock. We are here in the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios inside the beautiful Sinesta of Gwinnett Hotel. And I am sitting across the table from the one, the only Tiffany Crewman's in the Tiffany Crewman Show. <laughs> you make that way too exciting every week. It makes me nervous. Well, we are. Uh, I we, can't live up to that. <laughs> we are brought to you today as we are every single week by choices to you.com. If you live in the Gwinnett, uh, county area, the Hall County area, and you have not gone to choices to you.com. Hey, you need to go. You need mm-hmm. to check it out. There are some fantastic restaurants. We eat every single week a wonderful lunch brought by choices to you.com. So go online, get signed up, and get choices to you delivered to your door some great, wonderful, fine dining restaurants. Tiffany, today, yes, we have a very cool topic, a very interesting topic, one that We're probably going to spend multiple weeks on, but we're going to get started on it today. And that is the importance of collaboration. Yes. Well, as entrepreneurs, we often hide out, I think. We get used to being at our home office and we don't want to get back out of that space and go out and meet people. So the people that are here today have done a great job at collaborating with others and they're changing the world slowly with it. So when when you're an entrepreneur, why do we tend to want to just stick it out ourselves or, or just... Why do we? Why uh, do we get to the point where we go? Wait a minute! What happened? Why? Why, why have I become so? I think isolated? it becomes a habit. Partly, I mean, it's just you know you get stuck in your house and you don't end up leaving. But it may be part of the entrepreneur entrepreneurial personality. I think that do it yourself. Do it on your own, right? You know, right. why do you need other people? And and you really do. I'm the one with the ideas. Right. I'm the one who started it. And then all right. of a sudden you look and you go, Hey, it's been a month and yeah. I haven't gotten out of my basement. <laughs> yes. So, um, uh, so. The collaboration, also, I think in collaboration, you are recognizing that um, you're part of something bigger than yes. yourself. And that you don't know everything. Ooh, that's big, too. Yeah. That's big, too. So when when uh, when you were starting Ava, uh, mm-hmm. you you were, to some extent, not alone because you were with Barbara, but right. Barbara wasn't there. Yeah, I was very alone, actually. Yeah. She, um, she was an investor. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where people get confused when they see Shark Tank. They think, you're now best friends with this person. And she was no different than an angel investor up the street. She's going to invest money. She's going to check on that money. She did mentor me a lot and help, but she wasn't here in Georgia. And she definitely wasn't running the day-to-day uh, business with me. What were, uh, as you started, uh, Ava, uh, what were some of the things that you can look back on now and go, boy, I was really glad I found that collaboration. I think more of them are happening now, all these nice. years later. I, I've kind of ste- stepped back out of that box and gone out and met a lot more people in the last year. And now that I've opened up to that again, I've had more opportunities probably in the last year than I have in seven um, the sum of working together is yep. uh, a little bit greater. Well, than and the... I should say, I mean, those are 
the right partnerships and the right collaborations. I have met a lot of people over the years that just wanted to get together and chat or Mm. just wanted to spend time together. And I think that can sometimes be a waste of time. Um, So I've, I've figured out how to, to look at each person in each situation and say, okay, this one might be good for both of us. Let's, you know, take the time to get together. And I, I I think there might also be, and please, please, please correct me if I'm wrong, but when we talk about the importance of collaboration, you I love the fact that you said that really it hasn't really multiplied and taken off for mm-hmm. you except in the last year or two, which kind of speaks to the element of collaboration is, you would say, is an essential ingredient. But the fact is you kind of built a business without mm-hmm. it to an extent, right? right? So we, the entrepreneur can hide out in the closet Mm -hmm. or hide out in the basement and and, for so long. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can do something, (laughs) but it might not be the best. It might not be the greatest and it certainly might not bring the most blessing. Well, I think it took me seeing that I was in some of the wrong partnerships and I was collaborating with some of the wrong people just to do it, just to go to networking meetings and just to do things. And it wasn't the people I should have been around. So there's purpose there. Yeah. Uh, there, there, purpose. So. Yes. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we're talking a lot about purpose today. I mean, this is exactly what our guests are. I'm sorry. I about to, I took the word out of your mouth. No, <laughs> no. I think that's a, I think that's a fantastic segue. So collaboration, purpose leading yeah. to maybe bigger and better things, mm-hmm. some greater things uh, to look at. So would you like to do the honors of introducing or would you like me? Should I'll we flip a you. coin? Okay. I'll let All you. Right. I so, don't want to mess it up. Uh, <laughs> Great. All the pressure. No on pressure. <laughs> okay. So we are, uh, we are joined uh, today on the Tiffany Crewman show by uh, two wonderful guests. Uh, Dan Williams is the president and the founder of Sports Serve. And uh, Alan Hoskin is currently uh, with uh, FCS Urban Ministries in uh, Focus Community Strategies here in Lawrenceville. We have the two of them together and uh, we are very glad that they're here. And they're here to uh, kind of talk about a collaboration uh, that they're a part of mm-hmm. called Impact 46. So, gentlemen, welcome. Glad that you're here. Um, why don't we start this way? Uh, Dan, I'll start with you. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, who you are, but also tell us about uh, uh, SportServe. T- tell us a little bit about sure. uh, what you do through SportServe. Sure. Thank you, uh, Tiffany, and thank you, Stephen, for inviting us on the air. This is great. Uh, we don't get an experience like this all the time. So <laughs> normally I'm talking to uh, teenagers or children. Um, you know, uh, I moved uh, to the Lawrenceville area in 2007. I'd uh, lived in Salt Lake City for about eight years. There I had been involved with the Winter Olympics. Before that, I actually lived in Atlanta, lived in the Dunwoody area, then the Marietta area, and then actually moved downtown after the Olympics. And during that experience, I, I did the same thing. I, I got involved with the Olympics, and, and at that time, I was working for the Salvation Army. And one of the things that we did was we collaborated with the community uh, community to provide uh, free water. We also did things like uh, doing sports camps and things like that. And it was in that experience that I formed a nonprofit to go around the world and worked with major event cities, whether they be Olympics or World Cup of Soccer or World Cup of Cricket, although nobody knows what cricket is here in North America. (laughs) It's Um, a wireless company. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) When I moved back to Atlanta, one of the things that I began to realize was, you know, I was going in a different direction. So the partner that I had uh, partnered with, he moved to London for the the, uh, Summer Olympics in London. And I stayed and I started a new organization called SportServe. And I really felt like uh, sport over all the years of my experience, whether it be working in the community or 
prior to that playing professional soccer or semi-professional soccer in those days and before that college soccer and before that high school and I'd grown up in a different country, so actually we knew what soccer was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now soccer has grown incredibly here in the United States. But at that particular time, my life looking back, sport was what cr- really formed me, uh, formed my leadership and, and really kind of began to open my mind to really, this is where I want to spend my time. Mm-hmm. This is where I want to invest. I want to invest in the next generation and really do that through the vehicle of sport. And so that's kind of what brought me to Lawrenceville. Fantastic. Um, Alan, you are uh, an ordained minister, correct? That is correct, yes. Okay. And uh, and so tell us a little bit about kind of how, uh, just your story and kind of how you got to where you are today and, and what you've been doing as far as, as ministry and also just kind of giving back to the community and working in the community. Yeah. Uh, so I entered into uh, Lawrenceville nine years ago, and it was as an associate pastor at the, a local Methodist church and had the good fortune of having a senior pastor that became a mentor to me, really had a significant impact on my life. And he just had a heart and a passion for community and building community and building relationships in community and, and really had this desire to see the church at the center of helping build healthy community. And so he really mentored me uh, in that direction, and uh, so really it was a journey together uh, at our church of just trying to understand how do we um, really as a church serve the community and serve it well with integrity and dignity, and through that journey uh, began to get connected to a group called Christian Community Development Association, and they have a very specific approach to the way in which they engage communities, which is all about honoring people, honoring dignity, focusing on assets. And so um, through the years, we have continued to look at the strengths of our community and try to celebrate the strengths of our community, build relationships and collaborations around the strengths of our community. So now that has led me beyond serving at a local church to where I now work as a community pastor for FCS Urban Ministries in Lawrenceville. And really, it's about bringing reconciliation, bringing collaboration, bringing health and wholeness to families and to communities. Wow. Okay. All right. So I guess listeners are probably wondering what the two have to do with each other. Um, and Dan, I would love it if you could tell us a little bit about how you guys work together. You know, what was that light bulb moment? How did you come into contact? And then if you had one, what you're doing together in our community? Yeah. You know, it, the opening when you were kind of sharing the challenge of an entrepreneur mm-hmm. as you're starting, I mean, that was me in 2007. I, I, <laughs> I have my basement office. Yeah. office. Yeah. I, I'm no longer there. But at that time, that was my office. That's where I spent my time. And, and so, you know, I have a lot of strategies, a ways to connect with people in the community. And one of the strategies was doing a soccer tournament, targeting uh, different immigrant and uh, different nations living in Gwinnett County. And we called it Cup of Nations. We still run it to this day. (laughs) But um, I had a a partner or someone who was uh, himself uh, an immigrant uh, from Moldova. He was between jobs. And so I kind of hired him for about a month to help me kind of get this tournament up and running. Well, one of the tasks that I gave him was go out in the community. Hey, I know, I think the best place to start is with all these churches in our community. They'll, they'll for certain be, <laughs> want to get on board with something like this. And so I sent him out. He started knocking on doors, meeting with all these different pastors in the community. And he came back and, and I, and I was excited to hear his report. 
and uh, how many people we could, you know, <laughs> get signed up. As, Tiffany's as laughing. Yeah, I have a feeling and, it might not have turned yeah, out to. <laughs> and, and, and his response was zero. And I was like, wow, okay, well, um, were you clear? <laughs> and uh, I thought, maybe I said the wrong guy, you know, yeah. and, uh, but he said, I met this guy. And I said, well, tell me about him. And he goes, well, I'm not sure he's going to be really interested in, in the, in the tournament thing, but he might be interested in, in kind of what you're doing. I said, well, how so? He goes, well, he kind of talks like you. And I thought, oh, okay. I don't, not exactly sure I understand what that means, but I said, <laughs> let's get a meeting. And so we had lunch. I, I, I reached out to Alan and, and we had lunch and, and we got together and, and, and I went in, I had my business proposal. I was going to, uh, I was submitting, hey, you need to do this Cup of Nations. This is the best way to connect yeah. <laughs> with the different nations in our community. And I couldn't think of anything better. And uh, when we were having lunch, uh, Alan was very, very gracious. And he waited till after we had eaten. And he looked at me and he, he said, <laughs> you know, I'm not sure I'm interested in sports. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not sure how I come back from that. Because yeah. <laughs> I am sports serve. You know, that's kind of what I do. And I, I thought for a moment and I thought, you know, this guy, he intrigues me because he seems to have a bigger vision. Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, okay, well, what are you interested in? What is it that really is capturing your heart? Mm -hmm. And he began to share about the community, about Lawrenceville. Of course, I had been attracted to Lawrenceville, but I really didn't know a lot about mm -hmm. Lawrenceville. And so he began to just share this vision of really seeing people working together, seeing our community transform, um, seeing different kinds of outcomes as a result of that, uh, people being able to pursue, pursue their dreams or aspirations. Mm -hmm. And of course, I'm a sports guy and I'm sitting there going, okay, I fit into that dream. Right. I, that's what I want to see in the youth that I'm engaging with, the coaches that I'm mm -hmm. engaging with. And at that moment, I said, Alan, I said, whatever it is you're going to focus on this year, you got me. I'm, I want to help you. And that was probably the best decision I ever made because I, I'm not working in my basement anymore. Do you know what I love about that story? <laughs> yeah, you got out of the basement. That's a good thing. I love that there was one person and all of that. And I always tell people when I go to an event, I feel like event, a show, whatever I do, a trip, a business trip somewhere, there's usually one person I meant to meet there. And I usually don't know why. Sometimes you don't know for months. But I love that he searched through all these people and he was meant to meet this one person and now they're changing the world together you got to wait you got to patiently wait on that one person that you're mm. supposed to get in every experience so dan sounds like you kind of came to that lunch i loved how you said with your proposal yeah. you were looking <laughs> to sell uh -huh. which is not evil it's not no. wrong yeah. capitalism makes the world go round. Yeah, we're, to we're some still extent. doing cup of nations yeah. exactly <laughs> but uh it there was an opportunity to collaborate yeah. And so the collaboration is where you bring what you bring to the table and Alan, you bring what you bring to the table and you guys join together and that started a relationship, mm -hmm. right? So, um, Alan, let me ask you, that was one relationship. Can you talk about some of the other relationships that your collaboration and, and Dan's collaboration and then other people who are not in this room, but are part of what you guys are doing. Talk a little bit about the relationships that have been built and, and where that has brought you guys to, to today. Yeah, it's, it's a great question. And I think what's fascinating about engaging community is that most of us bring a particular lens to the community, you know, so whether it's a business lens, a local government lens, an education lens, a church lens, 
And the reality is that the complexities facing our community are, are really so much greater than any one lens could ever manage. And so we've been on this journey of realizing that if we're going to do anything significant in our community, then we've got to have as many different perspectives at the table as possible. Mm -hmm. And so we've identified six different sectors of our community that we feel like we've got to always be engaging relationships in these six sectors. So it's, it's the local neighborhoods, it's churches, it's nonprofits. It's uh, it's businesses, it's education, it's the local government. And so we want to create a round table, uh, as Dan likes to put it, where everyone's every voice is welcome at the table um, because we're all looking towards the same outcome in, in a certain lens. We all want to see transformation. We all want to see families flourish. We all want to see local economies thriving. But we tend to look at that through our one particular, you know, kind of uh, perspective. And so we're saying we need all of those perspectives if we're really going to move the needle. And the only way to come to that, to, I'm going to I'm going to interject here and you guys, please tell me if I'm wrong. In order to come to that table well, you have to let different political views come to that table. You have to let different ministries come to that table. You have to let someone who loves sports and someone who loves crafts. And somebody who loves education in a classroom setting and someone who loves education in a, in a yeah. homeschool setting. So you have to let everybody come. That's, again, where collaboration because you're all coming and the point is to come together. And I love how you say, but everybody from all those different backgrounds do want a lot of the same outcomes. Someone who will disagree with me on almost every single political point will agree that a strong family is a good thing. Yes. Right. Yeah. And we might even have different definitions of strong mm-hmm. family, but there's a lot of where we can come together in yeah. strong family. And, and I think what you're hitting at is, is there a vision big enough to capture all of our individual visions? Right. Mm-hmm. And so what we've experienced together is that organizationally, personally, we all tend to have our own agenda. But is there an agenda that's even larger than my own individual agenda that I can say, man, my agenda fits into that bigger narrative, that bigger story? And there's definitely sacrifice and humility that comes with that to say that, you know, my my story isn't the big story, right. but it can be a part of a much bigger story. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, vision is incredibly important. Communicating vision is incredibly important. But the humility within your vision to say, you know, my vision, maybe it's Maybe it's meant to be part of a bigger story. So so this has kind of become something that is not an organization. It, it is a collaboration. I believe you guys use the word movement. Yeah, yeah they're right? very quick to say it's not. Yeah, yeah. It is. I think I think for me, as I was uh, sitting, you know, at that restaurant, listening to what Alan was sharing, it, th- this principle really came to my mind, something that I actually heard in another context in another part of the world. Um, I think they got it from the Chinese. But anyways, it was in Africa. And I was told that if you want to go fast, you go alone. If you want to go far, you go together. Oh, yeah. And I think that's the challenge. You have to find the thing that you can go together with. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm still doing sport. I mean, I'm still doing Cup of Nations. We have a, another program called Kids Games. And, and we're doing those things in the community. But we're, but we're doing it in relationship with other people who are not necessarily sports people mm-hmm. who see the value and uh, my network, uh, my relational uh, capacity has grown significantly, not through my own effort, but through the effort of actually saying, hey, I have something that I can contribute towards this bigger vision in the community. And I was attracted to other people that shared that big vision. 
And within that, we found ourselves and uh, incredible doors began to open for my organization. How do our listeners get involved with this vision? There's two ways. Uh, One is that the first Thursday of every month, we meet for a time of prayer and networking at Cornerstone Coworking in Lawrenceville. And that's from 7.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. Like I said, the first Thursday of every month. And then also this summer, we have an upcoming event coming up that I'll let Dan speak uh, directly to. Yeah. This this summer, one of the areas that we've identified through the relationships, through uh, the really the, I think the conversation that was beginning to take place between government, educators, people in nonprofit, people in neighborhoods, we began to focus on one particular part of the 30046 zip code. And that was around the school of Lawrenceville Elementary School. And so we began to do a, or uh, five years ago, started a summer sports camp uh, and art and music camp. So it's kind of a sports festival. The target audience is the kids that live in those neighborhoods who go to that, that elementary school. The people who actually make up the staff, if you will, Mm -hmm. the people who are running uh, the elements of kids games come from the community. So we have some people who work at a local business who are basketball players when they were in college. And so they come and they volunteer and they run the basketball track. We have people who love dance and they come and they teach a dance track. And so we have lots of different collaborative partnerships with different people in the community who are taking on different responsibilities. And it's all organized within one week, July 10th through the 14th in the evening from 5.30 to 8.30. And it's free for the kids in that community. Is there a website where they can go to sign up? The website uh, is uh, kidsgameslawrenceville.com. Okay. And and this is this is one of the things that you do through Sports Serve, which is sportsserve.org, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. Um and, and Tiffany asked how our our community of listeners um that, that listen to our show can get involved. Alan, I'm going to press you a little bit because you said there are a couple of ways. So so that is a very tangible, specific uh, event that they can get involved in. But Impact 46, which is kind of the name of this movement that, that gets together uh, on on the Thursday at, at Cornerstone Coworking, there's another way people can get involved. And 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 it's a it's a little more nebulous and it's a little more movement oriented and it's a little more collaborative. Uh, Alan, unpack that a little bit. Yeah, so I, I think we tend in the nonprofit sector, the church sector, to invite people into our program. And we have some pretty con- preconceived ideas of, of how we want them to engage us, as Dan mentioned in the story of at the beginning of how we met. And our vision is that if this is going to move beyond any one organization, it's because individual people or organizations begin to catch a passion in their own uh, lives or in their own organizations of how their story connects with the story of the community. And they begin to leverage their passion, their business passion, their their educational passion with real opportunities to serve back in the community. And so, you know, for us, we love being a resource to coach uh, and, to, and to assist and mentor either businesses or other organizations and, and really stepping down this path of how do we use what we're passionate about as a strength to connect and to make a difference in our community. 
Yeah, can I give you uh, two examples, um, really, that came out of uh, when we approached the Lawrenceville Elementary School, the principal there, um, I asked her, so what's what's one of your most significant needs uh, as you look at the community? And she said, we really need to extend our school day. We need more after school programming. My my children don't attend uh, Lawrenceville with that. We, we live in a little town next to Lawrenceville, but that's where I work. And so I said, yeah, it's kind of like I, I put my kids in after school camps. We're busy in the summer. And she says the children here at this elementary school don't have those kinds of options mm-hmm. or as many of them. What and are I, they doing? Are they wasting their time? Well, uh, yeah, they yeah. would they would yeah. rather not be wasting their time. Yeah, They'd yeah. rather be playing, right. doing something. But they're home uh, or the they're in their neighborhoods. Stuff. They're looking for things to right. do. And, uh, and so I said, well, what if we were to attract partners to your school by this one short ask, just come for a day or come for a week to volunteer for kids games? And she said, okay. She took that leap of faith, had no idea what it would translate into. Well, two things r- resulted that I, that I want to share. One is there was one of our partners, Decula Soccer Club. They came and they provided the soccer coaching. Well, they found out about the school. They said, hey, we can provide coaches for after school program. Oh, Five wonderful. years later, in fact, they started their sixth year last night at Lawrenceville. They volunteer? Yeah. Wow, they send awesome. paid coaches to go and provide soccer for the kids at Lawrenceville oh, Elementary so School. Cool. Um, incredible. So you see where they match, they connected through mm-hmm. relationship. The other was through a company that uh, we approached and they do food, uh, provide foods for uh, daycares. And that's one of the things that they do. And and I said, well, would you provide the food for the snacks for the kids games? And they said, yes, we'd love to do that. And uh, can we can we send any of our employees to be volunteers? And I said, by all means, yes. yes. So that's how we we got one of our best basketball coaches. One of their employees played in college, and so he brings a couple of guys with him and runs the basketball. But as we were beginning or uh, going down that journey of that relationship, uh, we began to get to know the owner of the business, and, and we soon realized that the owner had a passion for showing people uh, how to be an entrepreneur. He, he wanted to see people realize that their dreams could mm-hmm. be uh, realized that they, if they worked, they had a dream to, for, to start a business and he wanted to help. Uh, and, and so we said, well, um, wh- what do you need? And he said, well, I need, need the kids. Uh, and and uh, what do you think I could do? And I said, well, actually you're doing it. Yeah. Your business is the best way to show people what you're talking about, not telling them, but showing them. And so he said, what do you mean? He said, what if we brought some of these kids to your business and you actually opened up your business and your employees walk them through what it looks like to work for a day in your world? And then you taught them about what it takes to be an entrepreneur, to start a business. And so uh, they came up with a name. They came up with a brand. They call it the Young Entrepreneurs Program. And uh, we recruited some kids and we field tested it for the first time this last year. And what's wow. the name of that business that did that? It's Pure Fun. Pure Fun. Yeah. P-U-R or P-U-R-E? P-U-R-E. Pure Fun. Oh, it is Pure. Okay. Yeah, it's Pure Fun. And um did I have that right, yes, Alan? Pure, okay. yeah. pure funny. I, I just want to make sure. Yeah. And, I got a little nervous. And, <laughs> and their 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 tagline is better for kids. I mean, that's yeah. what they believe in. Up to yeah, it. absolutely. But it took you to be that that middle point that brought them together, and I just love that. Well, and it and it took you 
kind of helping them find their part mm-hmm. yeah. in the story. And it was very, I mean, it wasn't simple because I know you went through a long process, but it was kind of simple. It was, what can you give? And then I'm going to tell you, you know, or provide these kits for you. Man, uh, we could keep going. Yeah. Uh, but but I want to kind of take a break here and just remind uh, our community that's listening. You've, uh, you've joined us here on the Tiffany Crewman Show, broadcasting from the Subaru Gwinnett Studios here in Senesta. And our show has been brought to you by ChoicesToYou.com, which... Uh, choices. If, if any of these, uh, you guys ever want some good food, uh, at your, uh, impact 46 meetings, definitely go to choices com and get them to deliver some food and see how they can collaborate with what you guys are doing. Um, so I, I feel like we're kind of getting to the end here, at least of this story. And it's really funny because a lot of times when you do these kind of, uh, interviews, there's a definite, we want to get to the, the payoff. We want to get to the, here's exactly what you want to do. Here's, here's the steps you need to take. Here's exactly what everybody right. wants to do. And this is very much kind of, Hey, you want to get together and talk? Yeah. <laughs> hey, but, but not just to waste time. You want to get together and, and, and figure out, you know, and, and Tiffany asked the question, how can people get involved? Let me ask this question for the business owner, for the community leader, for the, the government uh, official for the the church uh, you know, pastor or or uh, assistant pastor, for the person who's going, this sounds great and it's what I need. I just don't know what. What what uh, Alan? What advice would you give them? Uh, or is that exactly the person you want to you know? Because you talk about there's this meeting, but is it also for the people who are like I, I, there's something, but I don't know what it is mm-hmm. yet. That meeting is a place where they can begin to build some relationships to to ask those kind of difficult questions. I know we individually uh, are always really open to meeting with people and and helping them begin to figure out how do we ask those questions. I just came from a meeting with a principal of an alternative school um, in our county, and and they're asking those questions. They're trying to Mm -hmm. figure out, you know, there is real serious brokenness uh, in families and in our students' lives. And academics is only one portion of this whole complex of how do we help them grow to become the, the people that, that they're intended and purposed to be. And so he's asking very deep questions that are very complex. And my advice to him is my advice that, that Dan and I have been trying to embody through our own collaboration is that you can't tackle this alone. Um, it's got to begin with relationship. It's got to begin with trust. Um, Stephen Covey uh, in his book, The Speed of Trust, I mean, that that principle is so true. I mean, we literally are moving at the speed of trust. And and the def- the default North American probably male answer is if I talk, I got to have an answer. I got to I got to have the solution. Yes. And that's not always the right. Sometimes it's no no, let's let's start a conversation. Let's start a relationship mm-hmm. and I'll help you figure out what your place is. In, in this process. Isn't yeah. it funny how it's the opposite too of what we, we talked about last week. We talked about preparing before you launch sure. a product and having the knowledge and they're having to do the opposite and kind of dive in and see where this path Slow takes Slow down yeah. and let's do it together. Well, I think you, you definitely have to prepare and you have to know who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when, when you're going in this journey that we're on, what we're realizing is, yes, we have significant challenges. Yes, our community has a lot of um, things that people would say, oh, you you have to hurdle that or you have to overcome that. 
But at the same time, we have incredible resources. Mm -hmm. We have incredible um, um, capacity within that very same community that we're using that kind of language around. And so the reality is, as, as, as you move into that journey, there's win-win across the board. But I, I get back to this, uh, th that meeting. When, when I was meeting with Alan, at that moment in time, I had to ask myself, why am I doing what I'm doing? You know, because mm -hmm. that's when I begin to understand, well, what's compelling me? What's moving me? What's success look like for me? Maybe my success is not big enough. That's right. Maybe I need to have a bigger, um, a, a bigger vision of what success is. And when I began to move into that, uh, my organization grew and, and so has all the other people that we've come into contact with. Yeah, I, I think what's fascinating for, for Dan and I is we're not business guys, but our world and the way we think is more and more being um, appreciated by and drawing us towards the business community. And so, so many of the principles that we're experiencing in our own collaboration, the the marketplace is embodying, right? And so, we've moved away from I've got to have the perfect plan on paper to I want to iterate and I want to fail as quickly as possible so I can learn and keep iterating mm. and, and keep perfecting my product, mm -hmm. right? It's all about how do we add value beyond our product? So, it's no longer do I sell a really good widget, but is my right. widget creating a tribe or creating a community of people that really want to change the world. And so, Are you trying to talk about Ava the Elephant or what? Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. That was in the we back of my mind. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, um, but so some of the, the principles that we're learning about trust, about collaboration, about serving a purpose larger than yourself, the marketplace is stumbling yes. into that and it's leading in that direction. And, and nonprofits and churches and, and church, uh, organizations that you would think would be leading in that direction are struggling to try to keep up. Yeah. And so it's fascinating to see this shift already taking mm. place in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but, and I, but, I, I would say to every listener on this program, that's our ask of you, because you actually have that gift that every single community that you're in, that mm -hmm. your business is in, needs. That's right. And, and you talked about how the organizations other than businesses are, are lagging, but there are enough that are attempting. Mm. There are enough that are starting to ask good questions. You've, mm. you sat with a principal, mm. you've talked at Lawrenceville elementary that so, so it is not without hope. Mm, right. right. Yes. And, and the idea is uh, every community besides it, Yes, it's happening in four, six and you guys are part uh, not, not creating an organization, but, but working through a movement. But every single community can have a round table and it really just needs to start with two people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then it needs to uh, include others and listen to all ideas and recognize that it's not about creating an organization. It's not about creating perfection. It's not about creating. I don't know what the next word is, but it, it, <laughs> see, I just failed. And now I'm gonna learn there you from go. That. There you and, go. And keep moving forward if I can quote the Meet the Robinsons movie from the Disney. So, yeah. um, so uh, let me shift this back uh, to, to Tiffany, to you a little bit to just kind of wrap it up. And that doesn't mean we're not going to ask you anything else, but, mm -hmm. but let's just kind of try to put a bow on where we are here yeah. and, and wrap it up. So, so Tiffany, go uh, talk a little bit more about your experience of, of collaborating and, and, Give, you know, what, what do you want our listeners? What do you want our community? Because we're, we're building a little community here. Mm -hmm. It's not so little. Mm 
Uh, we're building a community, and it's beyond just the four six. But talk to the people in four six, and and talk to the people beyond, and and what is their response to that today's show? What what would you challenge them with? What would you Ooh, ask of them? Gosh, ooh, that's hard. That's a quick one. <laughs> I'll think about it tonight and go, ooh, yeah, <laughs> I got it. I'll tell them next Friday or the following Friday, rather. Well, I mean, and and not just for uh, not just for. Um, I want them to know that we want to collaborate. That's for sure. I there mean, you go. Definitely. I want to collaborate with other women. I'm going to start a similar group at Cornerstone for women. Um, a, a friend of mine and I are going to get together and that's what we're going to do is bring them in and let them ask questions about launching products and kind of get all that out in that room and we can give them some hard truths and not let them mortgage their home, you know. And I've heard you talk product. about, I've heard you talk about students too. You and want students, to, you definitely. want to ask for the collaboration. Yes. So if listeners are students themselves, if mm-hmm. listeners have students who have that entrepreneurial spirit, you, you, you want to hear their story, right? Yeah. Well, we'd, we'd like to. We've been discussing doing once a month um, something student-based here on the show. So having them come in and either tell about a product they're launching or their story. Maybe we just hear their story and how it's different than ours and some of the struggles they faced and how an organization or a movement like this has changed their life. And, and I think also to kind of uh, jump on what uh, Dan and Alan said, um, I, there are tons of podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. There's tons of, of shows out there. But I, I think one of the things that I'm just going to give you a compliment here. I, I think this is a show about relationships mm-hmm. uh, and, and collaboration. We want to we want to build relationships with with our listeners. We want to. Uh, hear their stories and we want to help when we can and we want to... Well, we've been talking a lot about the heart of our, our businesses or our movements or it, whereas most of the time you're going to tune in to maybe even one of your other shows and you're going to talk strictly business, you know, numbers and all the I, stuff I that like, I'm not good at, basically. I like numbers. <laughs> you do like numbers, yeah. See, I'm the opposite. So I love that we're kind of touching on the heart of our community. I like it. So to our community that we, we in our community, we have people who uh, just have an idea. And we mm-hmm. talked about that last week and getting prepared. We also have people who have up and running businesses. Um, and we today's today's show has been a challenge to get out of your basement yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and go collaborate as much as you can. There's collaboration to be done around doing business. Mm-hmm. There's collaboration to be done about being a member of your community. There's collaboration to be done. Uh, in in your community of faith, yeah. no matter what that faith is, coming together mm-hmm. and talking, uh, all for uh, the bigger vision, uh, Alan. If I can steal that from you, uh, of better families, better communities. Um, my one of my purposes in life is return on investment, mm-hmm. and, and there's a huge return on investment in, yes. in community and in families and in businesses. So uh, that's what we're challenging people to do. Yes, yeah. We so. hope that they'll reach out and want to be a part of what they're doing here. But, but that they have a small business here locally that the students can come and visit and do the same thing they did at Pure Fun. Okay, so uh, Dan Williams of is Sports Serve. Fun? Yeah. Uh, and uh, Alan uh, Hoskin, who is here representing uh, not just FCS Urban Ministries, but also Impact 46. Let me let you guys take a couple more seconds. And for anybody who's listening, who wants to share with you part of their story, ask questions, talk about vision, any of that kind of stuff. What are the best ways for them to get in touch with each of you individually and specifically this movement uh, here in Lawrenceville. Dan, I'll, I'll start with you. Well, for me, it's it's going to be through my website, uh, sportsserve.org. Um, if you go there, you, you can see the different ways that we're connecting with, uh, with the community. 
Um, and uh, there's a lot of different ways that you can respond. You can email me through that. And, and I'd love to hear from people. I mean, <clears throat> the, the thing that I uh, try to create some bandwidth to do is, uh, is I mentor a lot. And I'm always in that role Then I'm used to passing people or networking with people or, or connecting them really with where they need to go uh, for the answer that they're looking for. And so if people want to connect with me through that, go to my website and they can they can respond and reach me, uh, reach me that way. You you kind of took what happened at that lunch with Alan and now you're kind of doing that for other people. So yes. that's awesome. Alan, um, one one more time uh, for people specifically. Uh, they want to reach out and, and be a part of Impact 46 and just, uh, give them the dates and all that kind of stuff. Just one more quick reminder. Yeah. So it's the first Thursday of every month and it's from 7.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. And that's at Cornerstone Coworking. And that would be the best place to connect with me personally and then uh, and to, to move forward at that point. Yeah. Absolutely. Cornerstone Coworking is, uh, is a uh, beautiful office space. That's where I go to. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right off the square in Lawrenceville. Yeah. Uh, now, Tiffany, I'm yes. going to finish the show by asking you, for those people who have been listening to us, for those people, maybe this is their first show. Mm-hmm. Welcome aboard. We're, we're glad you're here. Yeah. But uh, how do people connect with you? How do people uh, who want to collaborate by either coming on this show or other ways, how do they reach you? They can visit my website, tiffanycrumans.com, and there's a contact form on there, and you can send me any questions you have. Fantastic. And uh, it's Tiffany Crumans, K-R-U-M-I-N-S. Hey, I got another way that they can connect with you. You want to know the other way they can interview you? Well, they can go to uh, GwinnettBusinessRadioX.com and your show is listed there along with the other shows from Gwinnett Business Radio. So for Dan Williams from Sports Serve, for Alan uh, Alan Hoskin with Impact 46, and for the great and wonderful and stupendous and fantastic Tiffany Crewmans, this is uh, Stephen Julian from the Tiffany Crewmans Show saying thanks for being with us, and we'll see you here next time on the Tiffany Crewmans Show.